Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I am your host, Peter Lamont, with my co-host, Brendan. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, I want to talk about something that I'm really into. The so- law? No, I understand the law, but I'm really, oh. I'm really into Star Wars. We should change the podcast name, <laughs> Understanding Star Wars, then. There's too many people out there that know more than me, but <laughs> I just want to set the tone for today's uh, podcast and talk about the topic. So if you don't like Star Wars, don't go, because we're going to talk about things that are, are, are toy and lawsuit related. Not but just it, Star Wars. Not just, but if, you, if the force is strong with you, then you're going to want to stick around, because... Who doesn't want to hear about Star Wars? Yeah, and if you don't like Star Wars, force yourself to keep watching. Yes, do that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jedi. So here's the deal. So I grew up with Star Wars. I remember going to the drive-in movie theater in 1977 to see the original. And I, you know, like so many people of, of my generation, blown away by Star Wars. And to this day, I still love it. Um, I'm not going to get into the dispute over the current films or the prequels. I mean, look, I'll just say this. The, the current films are nowhere near what the original trilogy was. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's my place to say that I really dislike the new ones, so I won't. Well, they're just totally not what, I mean, what I grew up with in, in the 70s and early 80s, I mean, they were amazing. I, I remember, though not being super duper thrilled with return of the Jedi with the, the Ewoks because I thought it was, it was too silly, but empire, obviously the best. And, um, you know, the original, right. Beat them, but I'm a little bit younger than you. I'm a little bit, you know, hipper, but, uh, I still think that the, uh, original three and I, I like the prequels personally, but by far they're a different tone than the new ones. They're a different feeling. Everything about it is very different. It's totally different. And I think that that's, you know, something that unless you grew up in the 70s, seeing those films for the first time, sitting, you know, back to back viewings of Empire Strikes Back, it's just not the same Star Wars that the people that were, you know, 70s and 80s kids can have. There's no way that a kid today who's 9, 10, 11 years old seeing Star Wars for the first time can have that same feeling that you know, kids from the 70s and 80s did. All right. So, you know, I want to talk about Empire for just a moment because Empire Strikes Back being, I think, the darkest of the trilogy and the best, in my opinion, introduced an amazing character. And who is that? Is it the Tauntaun it is that not. Luke cut open? Luke didn't cut open the Tauntaun. See, this is the problem with people like you. Oh, shoot, like no, you. Luke Luke was stored inside of it. He wasn't. So he didn't There's not pass even out. any evidence that he was stored inside. Han he was Solo put inside st- of the Tauntaun so no, he keeps warm. We don't know that for sure. The figure had a Tauntaun with a slit that you could shove Luke Skywalker in. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that Luke Skywalker was put inside. I think that Han Solo opened up the Tauntaun so that all of his innards would come out and the warmth and that he pushed Luke by it. I don't have evidence that Luke was shoved inside. How could you put a person inside? That's like, all right. Uh, How how would you make things magically fly into your hands? 
It's the force. Well, right, but no, no, no. There's a big difference here. You're, no, I think you're. Like, I think you're. You're you remember, very wrong. Here. You remember last episode we talked about Justice the horse. Yes. If you were cold, could you cut open Justice the horse and climb inside? Well, no, because a horse is a different shape than a tauntaun. No, it, you know it, what? We're, we're not talking similar. about anything else this episode. We're going to finish it by just no, no. arguing it's, about the tauntaun. There's ribs. There's bones. There's no way you could shove he Luke inside. He took a whole bunch of stuff out of the tauntaun. It was just his innards. It was just his, his intestines. It was to keep Luke warm, not to shove Luke in it. I'm not sure about that. All right, well, we'll, we're have, to, we'll just... have to ask George Lucas, special guest next episode, to... Finish this debate. But George Lucas has has no ownership rights anymore. They yeah, but he he made the original trilogy, so he'll know. Yeah, well, who knows what he's allowed to say? Disney has completely. Then we'll have Mickey Mouse on the next episode, and he'll tell us the real answer. I think that's a good idea. All right, all right. Anyway, getting back to this, it was not the Tauntaun that was exciting. It was Boba Fett. Oh yes. There are legions of fans for Boba Fett, and this character is so unique because he really didn't do much. That's true. That's true. He really just kind of stands there. He stands looks there. Looks menacing. He does look menacing, you know. And then, uh, you know, I think he has, what, a handful of lines. He says to Darth Vader, you know, um, something about Han Solo. I don't remember the the whole details. He was in that cartoon beforehand. Well, I want to talk about that for a moment. But you jumped the gun. Oh. You know, he also says, I think, you know, put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. And then that, that's it. Right. Yeah. And that was amazing. I remember seeing for the first time the cartoon. Mm -hmm. What cartoon am I talking about? The Star Wars Christmas special. Yes. The most infamous of all Star Wars shows ever. <laughs> the, I think, 1979 or 78 holiday special. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it, it lives on in infamy. You can find it on YouTube. It's the most horrific yet awesome television show ever. So it's it's life day, uh huh. right? And Chewbacca goes home to his family. Right. He's got all these little Wookiee kids running around. And I don't even remember the whole premise. It was just like trying to get Chewbacca home for life day. Remember that? Yes, I do remember that. And in one of the on par On par storytelling with The Empire Strikes Back, just, in my opinion. It just, just like that. And aside from the fact that um, there was singing. Oh, yes. It was like Star Wars, a key thing in every Star Wars film. It was like the Muppet Show, actually. Like there Love were the segments. Muppet Show. Yeah, but these weren't puppets. These were real people singing. Less exciting. Less exciting. But they did have this segment where they showed this cartoon where I think it was the Falcon... And it was a weird-looking Luke and a weird-looking Han and a weird-looking Chewbacca. End up, like, like Han gets hurt. I, I have to refresh my memory, but Han gets hurt or something, and then they crash, and then Luke meets this really helpful guy named Boba Fett riding on this animal with this awesome-looking gun. Mm -hmm. And I believe Boba Fett says to him, how can I help you, friend? Something like that, right? And then when Han Solo comes to, they realize that, oh my gosh, it's Boba Fett. It's this bounty hunter that's been out looking to capture Han, and he's a bad guy. And that's in the only time you see him, before Empire Strikes Back. That's right. But, but, I remember, because I collected all the figures, mm -hmm. I remember in 79, you could go and you could get four proofs of purchase, you cut them out from the back of the Kenner packing, mm -hmm. and you could get a mail order rocket firing 
And that's where we're going. Rocket firing Boba Fett action figure. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've at least heard of rocket firing Boba Fett. Everybody has heard of this, but Mm -hmm. I actually cut the proofs of purchase out. Really? Stuck them in an envelope Mm -hmm. and then had my mother mail it. Oh, well. And I went to the post office as that envelope went into the mail slot. Did you get rocket firing Boba Fett? No. What? I got a non-rocket firing (laughs) Boba Fett because somewhere between me sending those four proofs of purchase in and me getting the figure, Mm -hmm. Kenner realized it's probably not a good idea to have a rocket firing Boba Fett because somebody's going to shoot their eye out or swallow it or something. And I think that was based or um, it was um, they did that because there was an earlier issue where a child had like a Battlestar Galactica figure, I believe. That's right. And shot the rocket and uh, actually died from that. So right. so I I also had the Battlestar Galactica toys, right? Mm-hmm. There was the Viper and then there was the Cylon Raider and they had little projectile missiles that would shoot out. Mm-hmm. I did not shoot myself in the face. That's good. I also did not eat any of the missiles. That's also good. And that's how I'm here today to live the tale or to tell the tale. Survived the deadly Cylon Raider. That's right. But, I mean, look, I understand that there's always going to be somebody that does something they shouldn't be doing or it's an accident or... Right. I want to say, I don't remember if the kid died or if he shot his eye out. Do you think he died? I believe he died after suffocating on the the missile. Choking on the missile. All right. So, so obviously, that's a serious thing, right? Absolutely. Kenner went in and said, well, we don't want to recreate that. Right. So let's pull rocket firing Boba Fett. And they sent me a Boba Fett with the rocket in the backpack. That didn't fire? That didn't fire. And I remember getting it and not realizing at first that it didn't fire. I'm like, where's the button? How do I push this? And then I remember receiving in that pack um, an explanation. about why and i remember my mother reading it to me saying oh it doesn't fire here's why kind of thing right so the rocket firing boba fett though if i believe there were prototypes and a few of the actual rocket firing figures that were stored and they have become massive collection of collector's items over the years well well, yeah and as a matter of fact there was an auction for one of the rocket firing boba fett uh, figures mm-hmm. and I, I don't remember what what the sale price was I want to say it was somewhere like 112,000 or something like that it was huge don't huge. buy yourself a car buy yourself the rocket firing Boba Fett they're far far more I think uh, collectible right. valuable as a matter of fact while you can't ride Boba Fett then we learn that you can ride justice the horse you just can't outrun justice the right horse. right I think that a rocket-firing Boba Fett prototype is going to maintain its value far longer. That's right. It's only going to increase in price. Exactly. Do you really need that house, or no. do you want rocket-firing Boba rocket Fett? Rocket-firing Boba That's the way to go. Exactly. Well, here's what I want to talk about. That is not official advice, by the way. You cannot tell anyone that we actually gave you that advice. <laughs> that's not advice. Although I would do it yeah, if I had the money. Yeah, I would go out and, and buy a rocket-firing Boba Fett. Right. You know, because interestingly enough, and this is off topic for a moment, but everybody that went out in the 90s and purchased all the new lines of, of Star Wars action figures mm-hmm. because of the value of the 1970s figure line, mm-hmm. you know, bought them, stored them. Then when the first set of prequels came out, right, everybody went out and bought them. Now those figures aren't valuable. Right. There's so many of them out there. 
Nobody wants a Queen Amidala. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody wants Yoda with hair. Everybody wants Jar Jar Binks, though. Uh huh. You think so? Yeah, I'm sure. You sure? Is that a discussion for another time? Yeah. I see you. The smoke is rising out of your ears. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that another day. All right. On on, on Jar Jar Day, I, I think there's a day, a holiday called Jar Jar Binks Hunting Day. Why don't <laughs> they open up hunting season? For, <laughs> I did not know that holiday exists. It does. Why don't we just talk about it on Life Day then? Let's talk about that then on Life Day. That's All right. 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 We're going to see if we can end the life of Jar Jar Binks. Stay tuned for the Life Day podcast. <laughs> so Jar anyway, Jar anyway, anyway, getting back to that for a moment. Um, what was I even saying about that? Talking about the lines of figures that are no longer valuable. Oh, yeah. They, they're not valuable. So now everybody that, that purchased them. So anyway, getting back to the Boba Fett figure. That will always re retain its value, and I think only increase. Right. But here's the most exciting thing about the rocket firing. So l I guess it was two weeks ago on Friday, mm -hmm. after 41 years of waiting to see rocket firing Boba Fett, guess what I saw? What did you see? I saw rocket firing Boba Fett on The Mandalorian. That's right. The Mandalorian. It's a really good show. It's on Disney+. Plus. And I watched that episode, too, and they finally did it. Boba Fett fired his rocket. Yeah, so there's this this guy. I can't remember his name. Do you remember his name? Uh, I think it's like Cobb, Cobb Vanth or That's something it. like that. Yeah. So Cobb Vanth, who's a character that I, I think was first introduced in one of the um, new books. Was that, he? Were, that were Disney mm -hmm. yeah. produced. Right. Um. I don't want to spoil the episode for you, but let's just say that you see this guy, Cobb Vanth, with Boba Fett's armor. Yeah. And at, at one point in the show, he leans forward. You think that he might be vomiting, <laughs> but he's not. In fact, a rocket is jettisoned from his backpack. Although when he presses the button, out comes a little piece of paper with a note from Kenner that says, sorry. Due to concerns, <laughs> your jetpack cannot fire a rocket. He was displeased, and they all died, and that's the end of the episode. No, it's not. He fired the rocket, <laughs> and it was very awesome to see, and that was that. So Yeah, so 41 years after waiting for my rocket-firing Boba Fett toy, which never came, I finally, finally received the payoff of seeing a rocket-firing Boba Fett, all, although he wasn't Boba Fett. It, it was, was good, good enough. Good it was, enough. It was good enough. So that was very exciting. And and that, just as an aside, The Mandalorian, I, I like that show. Yeah, it's great. It's really cool. I, I like think, it a lot. Yeah, I think there's so many tie-ins to the original trilogy and mm -hmm. the way that it's done. I don't know. John Favreau has certainly done a lot. Yeah. I mean, he was an excellent butler for Tony Stark. Yes. And and now he's finally done something right with Star Wars because in the last few years, with the exception of Rogue One, which I did think was awesome. I agree with that. The rest of them. Yeah. Not so good. But mm. since we started talking about... Um, dangerous Toys. Dangerous Toys. You know that was a band? Was it? Yes, it was an 80s, late 80s hair band called Dangerous Toys. And... I remember having the cassette. What was the name of that show? Scared, I think, was that. Not show, song. Scared. Was their lead drummer the uh, rocket-firing Boba Fett? No, it was the guy from um, the, the band in, in Jabba the Hutt. Oh, his palace. yes. That's what, right. Max Rebo? Max Rebo. Yes, mm -hmm. it was his band. Yes. 
All right, but let's let's transition this since we're talking about rocket firing Boba Fett being highly dangerous and mm -hmm. the Battlestar Galactica's uh, Battlestar Galactica toys. Let's talk about some six dangerous toys. How about go with six? Can we come up with six? I'm sure we can come up with six. Six dangerous toys that never should have hit the shelves. How about that? That sounds good. Now, do we do we say that rocket firing Boba Fett was in there? Yeah, yeah. I'd say rocket firing Boba Fett counts. So now we're down to five dangerous no, toys. No, we, we can't because he never hit the shelves. Only in prototype form. Uh, that's true. That's true. All right. All right. So, so here uh, you start. All right. So I'm gonna start with uh, Gilbert U238 Atomic Energy Lab. What's wrong with that? You mean you can have like a nuclear lab in your? <laughs> well, it's a toy from the '50s, and it was on store shelves for fifty dollars. Uh, if you look at that, what well, today's money, it would be three hundred dollars. Fifty dollars in the '50s was a lot for a toy, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, made to ta teach children about atomic energy. It used not sugar, not salt, not food coloring, but real radioactive materials. Where did they get that from? Do you remember how difficult it was for the terrorists to find the radioactive elements in Back to the Future? Yes. So I'm honestly not sure. Maybe maybe that's the backstory. Maybe they got it from the Gilbert U-238 Atomic Energy Lab. <laughs> but <laughs> children using the Atomic Energy Lab were able to witness mist trails created by particles of ionizing radiation. <laughs> um, it was never recalled. Uh, but it has since been banned. So do you think somewhere out there on, on eBay you can find the Gilbert U-238 Atomic Energy Lab? Or do you think it's all been seized up by the Russian government? I'm not sure. They're probably buried down there with Flubber. Flubber, if you don't know, <laughs> is... Uh, there was a movie uh, called Flubber, and there was this little snot-looking character, this globby guy who was like all crazy and they made a whole bunch of toys of flubber but they didn't sell too well so there were millions of flubber that were not accounted for didn't make it off the clearance shelf so what do you do with that kind of thing uh many believe they buried them uh, and poured cement over the top many believe they burned them whatever happened to flubber we do not know we also don't know what happened to the rest of the gilbert u-238 atomic energy labs that's right Okay, so that's a good one. So don't let your kids play with atomic particles. Radiation should be something that you don't play with. Right. Uh, here's another one. Mini hammocks. And a hammock, you know what that is. But there were little hammocks sold for about $4 a piece uh, for kids. And What's wrong with a hammock? Well, 12 children died of asphyxiation after being tangled up in the hammocks. Uh, many suffered permanent damage, and it was not as relaxing as advertised. Well, uh, no, I guess not. Yeah. Twelve dead. <laughs> That's so, not funny, but yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy. So I don't understand how this hammock thing worked. Seems like it was just a little string hammock that was not built to last or any sturdy at all. So I guess the kids, what what was happening was they were getting stuck inside the hammock. hammock. It yeah. really wasn't a hammock. It was just like string. A big net. It yeah, was a big net. It was Yes, it was a net. And if, if we're going to just tie in Star Wars, it's the net 
that Chewbacca leads the rebels into when he was looking for food on the Endor moon. Remember that net? You're stretching a little too far, but yes. That's what happens. So you get sucked into this net and you can't come back. Who would have thought that a hammock would be a, a, a dangerous toy that shouldn't be on a shelf? I don't know, right? I, I, I would never expect that. It doesn't really seem like a prime target. Uh, there are a bunch of other toys, though. All There's, right, let's go to the next one. Um, how about Aqua Dots? Do you know anything about Aqua Dots? Let's talk about that. All right. Aqua Dots from 2007 were these little dot toys that you'd clip together in a pattern, and then you'd kind of melt them down or whatever. They'd be fused together to make little shapes, like 8-bit kind of characters you yeah, can yeah. make with Aqua You can dots. make horses. You yes. can make justice. Well, they contained the drug... Gamma hydroxybutyrate, I can't G it's pronounce GHB. it. It's GHB. It's the date rape drug. Yes. So, so <laughs> aqua dots, not only could you make a horse, yes, but you, you could. could give somebody the date rape drug. That's right. I don't think that's what uh, Santa was trying to do when leaving it under people's trees. Uh, they were easily swallowed by children. And two children accidentally ingested the beads and became comatose for hours. Uh, there were no fatalities. That's good. Uh, and it was recalled. Who in their right mind puts <laughs> a product out with GHB in it for kids? What? What I are have these? No idea. It's 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 an interesting case. It's nuts. All right. What else do you have? We have the Easy Bake Oven. Pretty obvious Wait, one. No, no, no. What's wrong with the Easy Bake Oven? I remember my my sister made it. It's a light bulb, and you make brownies. Well, you know, <laughs> not good brownies. They're like little chocolate squares. All right, so what's the issue with the Easy Bake Oven? 77 reports of burns. What? Yeah. Um, one of them was a five-year-old girl who had to have part of her finger amputated. Are you kidding me? Uh, it was a new line in uh, 2006. Oh, it must have been the convection oven. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the light bulb. Really? It must have been the uh, super high power industrial oven yeah, meant to go with your radiation kit. What could you even do with it? Because, I mean, the original, which was like, what, the 60s, it was mm -hmm. a light bulb. Yeah. So what would you put in a 40 or 60 watt light bulb? Yeah, you could get burned-ish. Yeah, if you but... you touch a light bulb. Right. And it just so happens that that happened after the toy was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame in 2006. I assume that after this, they said it is no longer in the National Toy Hall of Fame. I bet no, it's they still didn't, in the, but it they is. Didn't. Now it's in the Hall of Shame. That's right. You know what I wonder, and I don't know, and we'd have to look into this, mm -hmm. but the original light bulbs, the original fluorescent light bulbs right. did get hot, right? If you put your hand on it, they'd get hot. All right. But now with LED and the other uh, light bulbs, they don't really get as hot. So I bet you you couldn't cook the food. You know, I think we should try it. With a, what do you want to do? You want to go get some Easy Bake Ovens? Yeah, we should get some Easy Bake Ovens, some LED light bulbs, some try, and we should okay. try it out. All see right. what cooks, what doesn't. We're going to do that. All right. We're going to do that. We're going to put that on YouTube. Are we really? We are. That's awesome. All right, next. What do you got? Lawn darts. Or oh, come on. Jarts. <laughs> what, what's wrong with lawn darts? a bit of a fart because you you can see. Come on. It's, it's a bit obvious. It's a metal rocket. 
No, it's a it's a dart. It's a dart with a giant metal spike on the end of it. Yeah. Six thousand seven hundred injuries and four deaths before they were banned in nineteen eighty eight. I didn't realize they were banned. Apparently. I wasn't allowed to have them. I also wasn't allowed to have croquet because a... I was it, there was fear that I was going to somehow beat somebody over the head with a mallet or something. I what? Or that my sister was going to beat me. I can't remember. <laughs> well, were you were you allowed tennis? Oh yeah, tennis was fine because you were, I guess, a distance away. It was the the mallet. I, I I don't know, but I never had lawn darts. That's good. You might not be here today. You know, you gotta wonder though. You know, do you, was there like adult supervision during this? That's another thing. You know, I'm sure that there's obviously accidents that are gonna happen with some of these things, like the the dot ones with the well GHB. that's crazy right yeah that's, that's a different story that's the atomic energy kit that's yeah. another one <laughs> that was in the 50s but yeah yeah the thing is though with like the darts sure there's obviously going to be some injuries but you have to wonder how many kids were purposefully trying to throw darts at each other right i mean you, the exactly. darts aren't meant to be thrown at people they're meant to be thrown at the wall you know no the lawn the lawn well they, yeah exactly yes. i mean how many injuries do you think happened with a kitchen knife and that's not meant to stab people so I, I definitely think that with children the toy regulations are different than things like knives because the toys are meant for children to play with yeah but i i think that there's some level of adult supervision required because yeah, you that could, has to be had you could get hurt with anything horseshoes aren't banned every you know people play horseshoes mm -hmm. and i'm sure that could seriously interest sure them. if you throw a horseshoe at somebody's head you're going to hurt them but I mean, we should not put that on YouTube. I, I, I guess lawn darts are just more inherently dangerous than Probably. others. But, you know, another one that I know of, and you might remember this too. Did you ever hear of magnetics? I did not hear of magnetics. No? Magnetics was this building set, and it contained like plastic rods, right? Like plastic pieces. Mm -hmm. And they had magnets in them. Oh, automatically dangerous. Yes, strong magnets that could be swallowed by children. Wow. And it was really the magnets that became the issue. Now, they claim that they resembled candy. I, I don't think magnetics resembled candy at all, but whatever. But what happened is that, you know, the magnets would get swallowed or could get swallowed. And then they would connect to other magnets inside your dig digestive system and get stuck. And then they would cause your intestines to twist, cut off the blood supply. So back in 2006, it was recalled because 34 children had been injured after swallowing the magnets. Wow. And a 22-month-old um, died, actually, after ingesting nine of the magnets that reattached while inside his bowels. Wow, that's terrible. I mean, I think when you're making toys, don't make them tiny enough that children are going to eat them. And, you know, it's making me think, do you remember Mighty Beans? Yeah. I wonder if there's anything with that. You know, you because look at Mighty that. Beans were tiny little bean guys with characters' faces on them. I'm sure they were probably... Well, Mighty Beans, yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. I, I guess that the issue with the magnets, well, I don't guess. I know that the issue with the magnets um, really stemmed from the fact that they would stick, they would magnetize to each other inside of the body so you couldn't pass them. Right. I mean, listen, I remember swallowing Star Wars guns, the little figure, action figures guns when I was a kid, Uh huh. you know, and they came out the other end. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what possessed me to, to eat the gun, but I did. 
So, see, this is why they had to make rocket firing Boba Fett non rocket firing. <laughs> this is the reason. You just proved him right, right here. <laughs> well, you know, I think that um, the magnet thing is is different. I'm going to go with it's different. You know those? What are those magnets that that? Oh, the little rock magnets that are like yeah. shake. What are the they called? Things? Like stingers, something? something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The buzzers, I do, I do like they make a buzzing about. noise. I think they're the buzzers. I think that's what they're called. Yeah. I remember that they would sell them to to parents or kids in school. Like, I want to say one of my kids had a teacher offer for sale those buzzer magnets. Buzzer magnets. Yeah. And and those, all right, you want to talk about dangerous. Danger, right. Those are significantly dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like a crazy thing that those haven't been uh, recalled by uh, yet. I'm looking up Mighty Beans. <laughs> Not seen any lawsuits over Mighty Beans. Oh, that's surprising. I always liked those when I was a kid, so. They're actually listed as uh, one of the worst toys ever. Are they really? Yeah, 26 on a list of uh, <laughs> the worst toys, 2002 Mighty Beans. Why are they the worst toys? A series of collectible pill-shaped capsules that kids could trade and play a handful of games. Let's see, why did they hate them? The heck is wrong with Mighty Beans? I remember really liking them, setting them all up and looking at them. I, I'm not seeing why they hate them, but according to thegamer.com, that's listed as one of the worst toys ever. Is it really? That's terrible. I disagree with that. Along with sockum boppers. Sockum boppers. They're the blow up things that you put on your hand and then you <laughs> beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> What's well, wrong with that? Polly Pocket? Oh, whoa. this is insane. What's uh, number I, one? The Slinky? I don't know. Let's see. Let's number one. Playmobil is number 15. I thought Playmobil was fun. Playmobil is awesome. What is this strange website you're on? Uh, I'm telling you, thegamer.com, the 30 worst toys ever. Now, worst is is on number 12 is the homies. The what? Based on a comic series by Mexican-American cartoonist David Gonzalez, homies was a quirky series of plastic figurines which were meant to represent various characters and memories from Gonzalez's childhood. <laughs> the seems, homies. It seems very personal, though. I don't understand that. Water wigglies. They're the ones that you hold in your hand. And, and oh, they, those are gross. Number 10 on this list is Muppet action figures. What? Yeah. The Muppet action figures? Yeah. All right, let's just go down to one since this is completely This is horrible. This is deviated horrible. Derailing. From Yes. The whole conversation and upsetting us You're both. never, You are never going to believe what the gamer.com <laughs> has listed as its number one worst toy ever. What is it? It's ridiculous. I don't even understand it. You ready? Yeah. Pokemon cards. <laughs> what? I, I, Pokemon cards were super popular. How is that the worst toy ever? Pokemon cards? I don't understand it. Everyone loves Pokemon cards. You know what else is on this list? Bop it. <laughs> Bop it is awesome. Okay, you know what? You got to get rid of this site. We got to get rid of this site. I, I completely disagree with this. Everything about this is terrible. They've got Heelys at, at number 29. Well, I guess the fact that all these good toys are on this list lets you know that Mighty Beans are pretty awesome. They have gym scooters. 
I gotta oh, tell those you, little, those little gym the, scooters, the where ones you that you down. roll over your I fingers hate those. when I hate you're sitting. Terrible. I don't understand how they still. I mean, I'm I'm not young. How is it that we all remember these gyms? Why do they still have these? I, I used to no run idea. over my fingers back like years ago in eighth grade. That was terrible. It was terrible. They even had it back then, but we were all way too big to sit on the darn right. scooters. And, and you it had just to hurt. play some stupid crab soccer. Yes, terrible. I don't know whose idea that is. Yeah, well, I agree that that should be on this list, but the rest of these, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that has nothing to do with the dangerous toys and where we were going with this episode, but it just, you know, things happen. That's right. Things happen. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen The Mandalorian and you've been really waiting to see that rocket firing Boba Fett. Go check it out. Go check it out. Not yeah. sponsored. Not sponsored at all. But it's, Not yet. Not yet. Right. Not yet. <laughs> We know you're listening, Mickey Mouse. Well, don't forget, we got to have him on the show so he can explain. That's right. We're waiting for you to give us your sponsorship and to explain the Tauntaun. That's right. Please, please explain the Tauntaun. Yes. I still don't think he was shoved inside. We'll come to the clubhouse if that works better for you. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Make sure that you let your friends and family know about this podcast. Please subscribe over on iTunes. And make sure you tune in uh, next week or next show when we're sure to have Mickey Mouse on to talk about that Tauntaun. Yes. All right. Thanks. That's going to do it. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And stay tuned for future episodes.